Hey guys, have you checked out 336 Daily? Did you know that sometimes, in fact, pretty often, I've been recording it in my car while driving to different job sites? That's how easy Anchor is to make podcasts. With Anchor, you can record your podcast and edit your podcast and upload your podcast all in the Anchor app, and then it makes sure it goes after iTunes and Spotify and wherever you need to put it. It, they take care of everything, distribution. They help you with advertising and getting in commercials. Check out the Anchor app. Go to the App Store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out. Covering the Orioles the only way we know how as fans. Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. Today on the show, the Capitals win the Stanley Cup. IHOP changes their name to IHOB, and Chris Davis is going to go down as the worst player in the history of baseball. All that and more on this edition of Section 336. Section 336. Buckle up, birds. Be ready to ride. Your host, Max Shashabird, are ready to fly. Baltimore's best section 336, the number one sports broadcast, get your fix. What's the news? Let's talk about Buck, our favorite Orioles. What's the latest lineup? Home runs and stolen bases. This is a trip. Stay tuned in at 336. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to section 336. The next generation of Baltimore Sports Talk. I am your endearingly stuttering host, Matt Sroka. As always, I'm joined by the Zany Burt Roday. What up, 336 And the button lover, Josh Sroka. I gotta start working on a new theme song, don't I? That one's not... How much longer are we gonna get to ride with the Buckle Up Birds and Buck Showalter references? Yeah, those... Let's talk about Buck. Those days are numbered. Yeah, I gotta check the rest of those lyrics, but I know there's a lot of Buck in there, and that's, uh... Yeah, we thought we could count on Buck for a while, but yeah, we're gonna have, not looking I mean, good. <laughs> right, four years. Um, before we go any further, we'd like to update our privacy policy, our privacy terms of use. If you are listening to this... Just click. Just know. Yeah, just just go and click the I accept. Right. By, to, right. by listening to this, you have agreed to our new policy terms. <laughs> what, 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 what is this? Everything now has new privacy terms. You're, I, I was the other day, I was playing solitaire on my iPad. Solitaire on my iPad is asking to update the yeah. privacy terms. I don't even know since when a solitaire has privacy terms. I think, I, from my understanding, I think there's a new law that passed in Europe that it now, like anything that touches the internet, is required. For I didn't know it, it touched the internet. I've just played solitaire in my room by myself all the time. Yeah, I didn't think solitaire now, had anything. To are do they with the now internet. tracking my information now? Are they going to know that I spend five hours a day playing solitaire oh. by myself in my room? Well, did you read the ten pages? No, I just said I accept. Then yes, they're tracking you. This is going to happen. I'm going to run for office one day to be president, and, and then they're going to pull out my and they. This guy spent five hours in his room on his iPad all alone every day. What's he doing with an iPad in his room all day for five hours? I said I'm just playing solitaire. Leave me alone, people. They're studying your skills, like you. What the way you play solitaire says a lot about you as a person. You could be like one of those people who misses the obvious place to put the card, yeah. but they go ahead and click next in the stack. And that and that is true. I I don't know how you can be bad at solitaire, but somehow I am because I never win. But what are they going to do with that information now? I don't know. Or how do you play solitaire? Like, do you do single card, one round through the deck, triple pool? How do you play Vegas? Vegas style, <laughs> right? Because that's going to have a lot to do about how knowledgeable you are. I always do Vegas style, triple pool. I don't know what Vegas style means. 
It, it keeps track of money. How did trip a pool? Like you pay in. Oh, what? yeah, yeah. And it goes up, $52, and, go, and, goes up yeah. and goes down. Yeah. I didn't know I like to Vegas play down. solitaire and pretend I'm really playing solitaire at a Vegas casino yeah. and just keep losing money and losing money. And then, like, I get physically drained to the point where, like, wow, I've just lost $456 playing solitaire. And then I'm like, oh, that's right. I, it's not real money. <laughs> so the way you, you cheer to... yourself up is by losing a bunch of money. Yeah, but then right. when I win solitaire, I'm like, oh, sweet. And 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 then I could be like, I just played solitaire for an hour, and I I came out even, and I had a good time doing it. Do you ever pretend like the Orioles are not like a real team? Like it's just a video game, and every day you're watching it, you're like, oh, that sucks. But wait a minute, it's just a video game. It's not real, and it, uh, it cheers you up. That would that would mean I'd have to watch the game every day. Oh. <laughs> Fair enough. Hey, you guys saw the uh, Capitals won the Stanley Cup. Did they? I saw the closing seconds. Yeah. You know, I don't like hockey, and we've made that clear. We've tried to like hockey. Okay, I I I, I did. I I watched the Capitals. I watched some Capitals. I have, I have trouble getting into. It's hockey. It's been a fun uh, Stanley Cup Finals. But nobody celebrates. Like hockey players, <laughs> the celebration <laughs> this this is weekend insane. is insane. The tour of the Stanley Cup, and I don't understand how Ovechkin always has the cup with him. Yeah, yeah. like he's the leader, it, he's the captain. Yeah, like why is it like when football wins or baseball wins, like the owner of the team gets the trophy? Yeah. When when the Stanley Cup gets one, Alex Ovechkin's taking it to bed with him. He literally <laughs> sleeps with it. He does cake stands on top of it. Uh huh. It's been uh well, plus, he's swimming in the fountains of downtown DC. Right. <laughs> the, the party, the the video has been plus, kind of insane. All of these celebrations, they like take them to the fans. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Which is awesome. Like you never yeah. see that in other sports. Hockey players know how to celebrate. They I do. Think, uh, they do. He, yeah. he and uh Braden Holpe are on Jimmy Fallon's night and I I heard that they've sobered up enough to mm. appear on national television. Okay. We'll well, they, at, okay. at that point. Cuz there's been a lot of Twitter videos of them. None of them sober. <laughs> right. I love seeing them in the box at Nats Park, yeah. just like doing the Stone Cold Steve Austin with cans of beer. Yeah. Well, I like that when when Bryce hit the home run, they just they start lifting up the Stanley Cup, bringing all the attention back to them <laughs> away from Bryce Harper. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that was on purpose? Of course. Yeah. You know they know that Bryce was the only guy in Washington rooting against them. Of course. Yeah. Can I tell you something that kind of pisses me off with that whole thing? The Stanley Cup. Yeah. Uh, Washington. No, I don't care, and I don't. I don't. I even don't care that my Twitter followers, who I only follow people on Twitter who are oh, Oral and, fans, and suddenly they're now all Caps. I've never seen a single. I'm serious. I've never seen a single Caps tweet in my life. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, the past week, Life, lifelong fans. I got a bunch of lifelong hard Cap fans. <laughs> they so changed their Twitter names to Cap things, and like I'm okay. I, I don't even care that. I don't care. Fine, fine. I don't care. Like who am I? I'm not gonna question anyone's fandom. Sure. Whatever. But you know what kind of grinds my gears? Yeah, what, you know, the problem with that is those yeah. are the type of people who would love to be Red Sox or Yankee fans if they could get away with switching. Yeah. So they jump on the cap. Well, I mean, this is what happens when teams win. And when the Orioles start to win, everyone will jump on. It's no different in any sport. Yeah. Right. Remember, remember cool how the it. intern jumped on board with the Orioles? And it's especially with hockey because yeah. unless you're a diehard hockey fan, which there are very few, that's why it's the fourth most popular professional sport in America. Right. It's not up there one, two, and three. I'm surprised it's uh, the fourth. Nobody watches regular season hockey. No one does. Hockey doesn't matter at all until you make it to the playoffs. It's like the NBA. Right. Yeah, there's there's way too NBA. many games. Well, you, a lot of people say the same thing with baseball. Yeah, it could definitely be said about baseball. There's way too many games. But, I mean, but I was rooting for the Caps. I was happy they, that they won. I didn't post on Twitter about it, but I was happy they won. I mean, because the Caps went through a lot. You know, 
a lot of three to one losses, right. a blowing three to one leads, choke they, artists. They had some great comebacks this during the Stanley Cup series where you really yeah. thought they were doing it again. Yeah, oh, yeah. And in, in the first round, they were down what two or three zero in the first right. round, and 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 then to and to beat a Vegas team expansion, kind of a joke team anyway. So I, I didn't want Vegas an expansion te- 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 team to win. So I was they happy. had the best record in the regular season though. Yeah. Yeah, they they were good. They're, I'm right. not I'm not saying they're well, not that, legit. That's what happens when you get to take players from all the other teams. Wow, that has never happened in any other sport ever. Yeah, because in never in any other sport is the expansion draft set up to favor the expansion team as much as it was this year for hockey. Josh, would you like to get into uh, hockey? Uh, expansion draft rules. <laughs> no, here is, is this. Is there a rule know. six? Yeah, is this, <laughs> no. you want to discuss no. the, the rule system? No, but this is already way draft? too much cap stock. No, but I just want to make one point. You guys keep on distracting me. That really grinds my gears. I'm still trying to make the same point. Sorry, get to it already. I several people were tweeting. Can you just imagine when the Orioles do it? And I was so mad. Every time I saw that tweet, I had to not even like scroll past. I had to shut down my phone. I didn't just exit on Twitter. I shut down my whole phone when I saw some tweet. So something so stupid. Like, can, can you imagine when the Orioles win? How how crazy people will go? I don't know why this pisses me off so much. You didn't just block them. I think for two reasons. No, because I like these people who are saying this. I think it bothered me so much for for two reasons. One, like. You're living in a dream world if you think it's going to happen soon. Yeah, agree. Two, <laughs> two. I feel like you're just you're you're making me realize you're making me depressed. You're making me sad about how unrealistic it is. And so you want me to feel angry and sad. That's the only reason you're tweeting that. Yeah. The only reason you're tweeting can't wait till the Orioles get to do this and to celebrate a victory like this is because you want to make the person who reads that tweet angry and sad. Congratulations. <laughs> you made me angry and sad. You 20 people who tweeted how awesome it's going to be when the Orioles win the World Series. Shut up. It's not going to be awesome, and I'll tell you why. Uh, we're all going to be too old. By the time the Orioles I'm- win the World Series, we're... We're going to be too old to be, the, be. to be the guys dancing in the fountain no, with Adam Jones right. or whoever. We'll be knocking our prune juices together. Exactly, in yeah, and, and like peeing down our legs. That, <laughs> that or the old guy who's sitting at the I cemetery watching the game summit. <laughs> yeah. I, I, they need to – and it's too late now because I'm already almost 40. They should have done it when I was in my mid-20s and could really savor oh, it and live right. in a moment and be downtown Baltimore and screaming and jumping in the street and flipping over cop cars. Yeah. We're already past our prime. And every year we get closer to we get closer to our grave and a year past our prime. Yeah. I, I almost don't want – I'd rather be dead. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't win it now, what's the point? I'm not going to be able to enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> A hot take right here. <laughs> <laughs> hot take. Which, which would you rather have happen? The Orioles win the World Series or be dead? I vote for be dead. <laughs> At this point. At what age do you think you can no longer enjoy it le- le- like you want to? Oh, man. At what age is it not appropriate well, there's, to, to run around uh, and dance in the fountain? I'll, I'll give them until I'm 50. Okay. Uh, so that's another uh, 12 but, years. But there's a different type of enjoyment by the old men, by the old people. Yeah. And, and and it'll be fun to be the old men who get to complain that back in our day, no one ever won baseball games. I don't see I don't see that as being fun because then we're just like the sad old guys who exactly. sit behind us in Section 334. Exactly. Hey, th- look up on your phone. What did uh, George Brett hit in 1986? Look that up on your phone for right. me. Right. You guys, you guys think this is bad? Look up Chris Davis in 2018. <laughs> hey, fun fact. 
when Bert's 50 and he's saying that's that's the last time he wants the Orioles to win the World Series <laughs> when he's 50. <laughs> After that, we'll still be paying Chris Davis for seven more years. Yeah. That's a fact, actually. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're paying Chris till 2037. 2037? Yeah. Ugh. I just looked it up. I yeah. hope I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> 2037 for Chris Davis. Uh, That'd be the worst player in baseball. Yeah, Bert, you, do you want to talk a little bit about Chris Davis and here? this whole Deadspin thing? Uh, I would, except I had to re- reboot my Safari, so I lost <laughs> it. But there there was an article in Deadspin this week uh, chronicling how Chris Davis is on pace to have the worst season, not in Orioles history, not in the American League, not in Major League Baseball, but like of all time, going back to like 1901, right. of the 81,000 per player per season Statistics that have ever happened, he would be eight hundred or uh, right, eighty-one thousand like, eight hundred ninety-two out of second out of eighty-one thousand eight hundred ninety-two. The right. very bottom of the pile. Yeah, after of one hundred and twenty-five years or whatever. And this is the type of stuff like these were the stats people would bring up after the Orioles losing of like a week or two, and you'd be like, oh well, it's too early. Well, we're more than. What are we? A third of the way through the season. He's on pace to do this. Yeah, and yeah. there's a and he has shown nothing to show us any type of change that it's going to get better. And he's played in all but what seven games. Yep. Yeah, and and if you look at kind of any metric, like I'm looking up the the nerd stats right now, the weighted runs created plus, which averages a hundred, he's at twenty six, which is worst in all of baseball. Yeah. And um. Offensive war, they have that stat right. He's worse than baseball. An overall war, worse than all of baseball. How does this happen? How do you become the worst player in baseball? How I it it blows my mind how he cannot see the ball anymore. I don't know it, and it it's frustrating that he plays for the Orioles and they gave him a contract and they they have a season that's going down, going nowhere. Remember when we used to think Mark Reynolds was bad? This is ridiculous. I mean, it's um. I don't know how you do this, and then to get a big contract like he got two years ago, uh, it's just crazy that you went from that pinnacle to one of the highest paid guys in baseball to the worst guy in baseball. Yeah, and yeah, I don't understand. I mean, and and just to remind people about his contract, he's making seventeen million dollars a year until twenty twenty two. And then I'll make three point five million dollars a year till twenty thirty two. And there's nothing. And then you I'll can make a million it. and a half till twenty thirty seven. Nothing yeah, you can do it's about sunk it. It's guaranteed. Cost. It's sunk cost. It's it's been paid. I mean, do you at least have to get a guy down there with a lead pipe to take out a leg or something so you at least get insurance money back? I mean, there's nothing you can do about this. Yeah, there's only one option. What's that? Well, I trade him. Well, no, there's something else you can do to get out of the contract. What can like seriously though? What can sell, you do to get out of the contract? Sell the team. Okay, you can sell the team. What else? It sounds like a windstorm yeah. outside. I'm sorry. That, we're that, this that, reporting live right outside of Camden Yards. <laughs> right. Tell us. I don't yeah, know. How, I can't how, figure it out. How, I, how I, can you get no, out of the team? Murder? I, I, no, I, I think if uh, if he's caught with steroids, doesn't that? I'm sure that would negate the contract or something, right? Cheating? Is that a rule? Is that a thing? I'm sure. Oh, yeah. It's in their contracts, right? I don't know. I don't think so. Okay, I want to check Chris Davis' contract and see if we can. Chat room? If we can set him up on some type of uh, intern performance enhancing drug, um, then perhaps we got something here. Maybe that's why he's so terrible. Uh, is because he realizes <laughs> he used the performance enhancing to get the contract, which he has now acquired, and he stopped using performance enhancing because he made the money. Because he's got his money, he can be terrible. They have to pay him regardless. They're probably going to play him regardless. 
because the whole season stinks anyway. So, uh, yeah, I could buy into that. But I don't know for sure if how that would work. If you were a betting man, would you say that Chris Davis is ever an average baseball player again? No, he's done. You think he's done? Of course. What? When was the last time he was good? Three years ago? <laughs> the Yankees ran into this issue where they were not allowed to void Alex Rodriguez's contract based on his uh, steroid use. Uh, yeah, that was, sounds familiar and, now. And uh, what is this? Real Sports wrote an article in May about how if the MLB wanted to be serious about steroids, they should put this into all players' contracts where they can lose money sure. and, and lose their contract if they're into steroids. So I'm sorry, Matt. But uh, that doesn't work. Either. All that stuff you've all been right. sneaking into Chris Davis's. I food. thought I was doing one for the team. Yeah, and if the Yankees can't find a loophole, the, the Orioles certainly are not. Plus, this is kind of like the TSA. When I go, when you go to the airport, you know who they're going to check and who they're not going to check. Profiling, right? You think they're going to ever say, "Hey, Chris Davis, we we need to check you for steroids." He's not hitting <laughs> not the, the ball. Way he's I mean, playing, no. Yeah, everybody would just crack up laughing. Ha <laughs> 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 ah, ha! Got him. <laughs> Uh, so congrats. I guess if you're going to be bad, you might as well. Does does Brad yeah. Mattis still have like the record for the worst ERA as a starting pitcher? Like maybe the Orioles are. We're just trying to rack up these records for being. If you're going to be bad, you might as well be historically bad, right? I mean, it it, it is now that Josh brings up uh, a Rod. I remember all that going down. They the Yankees essentially forced a Rod into retirement because he was so bad, but he had such a heavy contract on the team. He was keeping them I don't know well you can't really keep the Yankees down you know but he was taking on money that they would have rather spent elsewhere right he had a contract that you couldn't trade a rod to anybody and he was terrible but Chris Davis is far worse uh his he wasn't getting paid as much as a rod but if you take the equivalent of a rod salary how much it crippled the Yankees it would probably ratio be a similar ratio to how much the uh, Davis contract will be crippling the Orioles for a few more years to come yeah yeah, it's it it hurts. It hurts. Um, Man, who was the judgment call on that one to give him that much money? <laughs> well, well, that was that, haven't we all settled that that's Peter? That was Peter Angelos with yeah. no advice from the front office. Yeah, but I mean, in, in, maybe Brady. In fairness to the Orioles and Peter Angelos, it no one could have predicted that he would two a few years later it was two years later. Turn, turn into the worst player in the history of baseball. <laughs> right. It doesn't matter. We all we all questioned the contract at the time. Yeah. No one predicted this. Yeah. We thought, oh, well, we thought, okay, 2027 is going to look rough. Right? <laughs> right. We thought, all right, if we can get three or four years out of yeah. this deal. Yeah. But we, we got nothing out of the deal. Well, I remember the whole big story when with him coming out of Texas to us is – and he thought he was done in Texas and yes. he was going to give it one more shot when the Orioles traded for him uh, with who did we send to Texas? Was that, that was a Koji, yeah. Koji. And we got Tommy Hunter, Chris Davis and somebody else. And uh, he had a resurgence and, and and we thought we had a steal on it. And we did for a few years. Yeah. I mean, he was a key part in turning this team around in 2011, 12, 12, all the way up through 14. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, Until the Adderall thing. Yeah. I mean, he didn't really help us in the playoffs that year. Yeah. Uh but yeah, it's it's unbelievable. And and the fact that the drop off has been so significant and the timing of it you, you can't help as a fan of the Orioles think that the contract and the cushion and the money has something to do with it. The optics do not look good. Who care? Yeah, if I were him, who cares? Yeah. 
I it's embarrassing. You should care, and I'm sure deep down inside he probably does care, but it, it doesn't seem like it. If you're watching the Oilers, which I'm not, but <laughs> yeah. I'll be watching them tomorrow Davis. night. This is Chris Davis with the Baltimore Orioles, and I'm listening to Section Three Three Six. Oh, he's listening to Joe. You just bashed him. Why don't you turn it off and tune into one of there's, the other podcasts? There's there, Chris. no way Chris Davis can listen to sports talk radio, turn on the internet or anything. He's got to just be in a bubble with wow. the amount of negativity negativity that well, goes his way. I bet he can fill his life with some pretty fun things for that $17 million a year for the next 100 years. Don't you know money cannot buy happiness? You know what? If he wants to share a little bit of that money, I will gladly change Section 336 to the three of us sitting around praising Chris Davis. Yeah. <laughs> I, you see his biceps? Right. Huge. You guys have no integrity. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, at least I'm doing a a, uh, a podcast about the Orioles, and I watch the games, Bert. Okay, liar. <laughs> I listen. What, what's to the, the last game you watched? Hey, uh, can, can we? I, I listen to the games on the radio, mm-hmm. and then I want to get Josh his Mets experience. I was, was going to say, I oh, I, I, I actually went to a game in the past week. He's, yeah. he's changed his allegiance. It looks. But like. I got Can I ask one question? This has been bugging for, me for for, sure. for for a couple weeks now. I listen to most of the games on the radio. Mm-hmm. Yep. After the radio, after uh, you know Joe Angel does his thing, they have um, Tom Davis. And Dave Thompson and, and um, Dave Johnson on there. <laughs> I wish it was Dave Thompson. Dave Thompson talking about Wendy's. No. <laughs> they have Dave Johnson on there. And the, whole, the thing I don't understand is they have commercials like any other show. But during the show, half of the half of the post-game show with Tom Davis and Dave Johnson is them reading yeah, the Mars advertisements. Ads. And wise. Well, it's, it's Wise, wise now. All right. It used to be Mars. Now it's Wise. And But there's not just Wise. Like That part's kind of a little entertaining. But there's like 10 other advertisements. But they also have commercials. <laughs> yeah, but it's brought to the by these ten companies, right? Why do they do that? So well, because my, my bigger question is: not only do you torture yourself by listening to the ball game on the radio, <laughs> but you stick around for the post game show. I like the Tom you're, Davis and Dave Johnson. I think they're great. And if you're like me, I stick around to hear Buck afterwards. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that a lot. I'm, I'm, at this point, to, I've to heard your, Buck say yeah, that. I'm kind of sick of it. But yep. when you have, but ask Buck about Chris Davis, he goes, "It's complicated." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. But today's show is brought to you by Night at the Yards on June 30th. So go on over to section336.com and get your tickets for Night at the Yard. June yeah. 30th. June 30th. 25 bucks. Hawaiian t-shirt night. Join us. We'll be there. In our Hawaiian shirts. All yeah. three of us. Yeah. Like I just squeezed that ad in. It's not, it's not <laughs> from Wise Markets. It's but a segue. I figured out I'll, I'll jump in there. All right. What do, you, what do you think the mass and ratings are like these days? And the uh, and even the radio. Who, who Other than you, who listens to the ball games <laughs> on the radio? Uh, I told you guys I went to Mother's a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and they had on women's softball, lacrosse, and like a soccer game. Uh-huh. No Orioles. And uh, the Orioles were playing. Wow. Which, in the one hand, that's just bad management on that freaking restaurant. That's just dumb. But the thing that's concerning is no one asked them to change the channel before you walked in. Right, exactly. That's, no, that's one, sure. that's what like, I mean, no one cares. Like yeah. it, it should have been on the TV to begin with, but the fact that no one asked is right. concerning. Uh, but but Josh, the only team that I think is consensus people think that are worse than the Orioles are probably the Mets, who the Orioles swept. Well, and then uh, I mean, there's oh, a I few, forgot about there's that. a few teams that's worse. So, 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 so Josh well, decided, let me go ahead and wear a a, a, a jersey, or I don't know, that's not a jersey, it's just a t-shirt. Uh, this is not a Mets shirt. This is a uh, that's a Mets shirt. No, this is established 2009. This is a City Field shirt. But it's got okay. a Mets logo right in the middle. Yeah, it's got that that mascot with the big baseball. Mr. Met. Mr. Met and Mrs. Yeah. Met or Miss Met. I don't know what her Ms. name Met. is. Ms. Met. Um, 
Are you they married what? or just? Uh... So I went to the. <laughs> he met her on Tinder. <laughs> uh, so I went on Wednesday. Wednesday was a day game up in New York. That was a good one, right? So yeah, I mean they were both they were both wins. Any win is good for the Orioles at yeah, this time. Total domination. So when we go to New York, we dominate. Right, one nothing was the game. Eesh. So uh, I sat spellbinding. Right. So I sat in left field, row one. In fact, I was right, Very in, cool. right in front of where Joey Record made that catch in the ninth, uh, where we all thought that they were going to walk it off. Yeah. Um, but. We, we didn't all see it. But <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That's true. But I'll tell you what. the uh, we, we see lots of fans, and we see fans come into Baltimore. And the Mets fans in left field, for one, uh, before I even talk about the fans, it was field trip day at the ballpark. Ugh. The, usher, the only thing worse than that would be take your dog to the park day. Oh, the my gosh. In the park, yes. Don't get me started. <laughs> the there were a million kids sitting in like the rows behind me, making so much noise that Mandy asked the uh, the usher, "Is it always like this, or is is, is this just because of all these kids?" And she said, "Today is field trip day. We have ten thousand kids here today." Wow! Oh, sorry, Josh. So, sorry to interrupt real quick, but Chris Davis just struck out again. Two times up, two strikeouts. Over two. Yep. Uh, both balls out of the zone. All right, Breaking Josh. News. So, 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 so you're at the so, Mets. Uh, you got a lot of kids. Kids are, kids are annoying. We all know that. We can okay. all accept that. I thought you were going to say she asked the usher if he could tell those kids to quiet down. <laughs> no. <laughs> quiet down. I'm trying to watch the game here, people. No, because the kids were not a big deal. At first, we thought the kids were a big deal before the game started. The kids were not the big deal. The Mets fans sitting behind us were the worst fans I've ever seen a sporting event with. And I've been to some Raven games with some stupid people. So... <laughs> Um, Josh, because you, 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 you talk all the time. We talked last week about how you screenshot uh, tweets. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I screenshotted your tweet that says, Today I learned Mets fans are worse than Yankee fans. They are. I'm going to use are. that tweet when we play the Yankees so and the Red Sox. So here's what's going on. So yeah. go ahead. Yeah. The entire that's, game. That's, that's a dumb tweet. All, go ahead. No, no, no. All nine innings, I had these three, like, 22 to 25 year old guys. Josh hates 20 year olds. Ugh. That's do, like. All right, fine. I do hate that, 20 year olds. You, you, you do. You think they're idiots. All right. And, and these with guys, good reason. These guys were idiots. I they bet were, they were drunk too. Josh, were, a drunk 22 year old is like Josh's <laughs> yeah, worst nightmare. It is. And, think of the, and, and they, they came in a, l- a little buzzed. And by the ninth <laughs> inning, they were they were still been drinking. Still drinking. Here's what they did the entire nine innings. Yeah. Thankfully, it was a low-scoring game, so it was a quicker game. The entire nine innings, Machado sucks. I'm wearing a Machado jersey. Machado <laughs> st- sucks. Machado's not even going to be on this team next week. Machado's horrible. Machado this. Uh, Chris Davis is up. No one sucks as bad as Chris Davis. But that's actually true. That's actually, <laughs> I, that's actually I know, true. but that one I had to give them. <laughs> the Orioles are the worst team in baseball. They shouldn't even allow Baltimore to have a team. Were they Non-stop. taunting you specifically? Oh, yeah, yeah. Me and Mandy. <laughs> The, the entire time, like, like there was no space for words, just saying crap. Then whenever Mandy, Mandy would lean over to, to talk to me because she couldn't just talk at a normal voice because they're, they're talking nonstop in our ears. So Mandy would lean over to say something to me, and here's what the guy behind me does. Mandy sucks! 
To the point that Mandy was getting irritated because Mandy couldn't talk to me because every time she did, the guy would lean in and yell into my ear so that I couldn't hear Mandy. You needed to have one of those text lines where you could text a, a, a problem in your section. Oh, I've, I've <laughs> never seen a fan this bad. And I'm like, you guys, and meanwhile, I'm sitting there and it, the, yes, the Orioles suck. We all know the Orioles suck. They're not as bad as the Mets. Yeah, the you, Mets are in the National League. They're playing minor league baseball every night, and they still suck. That That's when you have to go all George Costanza episode when he does the opposite, and he's sitting in the movie theater, and there's the loud, obnoxious people behind him, and <laughs> so, he turns around and lets them have it. So the whole reason yeah. I'm wearing this Mets shirt yeah. is because one thing that the Mets do, they're very similar to the Nationals, how they bring out the, the DJ or whatever to, to talk in between in-ins and mm-hmm. do events. So at one point, they bring out a T-shirt cannon. Oh, nice. And I caught the T-shirt. Nice. And that ticked off the drunk people behind me because they're <laughs> like, yeah, you're an Oriole fan. You'll never wear this. And I said, I'll never wear it, but I'm taking it home. <laughs> I'll never wear it just so you never wear it. Right, exactly. So then the drunk the drunk guys were upset that I got the Mets shirt. So they all can't be good drunks like me sitting next to you stroking no. the guy's beard. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and wondering what so, happened the next day. <laughs> so the uh, this is the most annoying uh, fans I've ever sat with. Probably most ever in a baseball game. It's up there with some football games. Well, Josh, I don't think you can judge a whole fan base just on a couple of drunk 20-year-olds. And, oh, and I did, know. Did, did but they you know what? Did, I got to go with my only experience, and that's my experience of seeing a game at City Field with some Mets fans. Did you and or them stick around long enough to just go scoreboard, scoreboard, one to nothing? No, because <laughs> because I was getting ready to, but it was one nothing, and the Orioles were still pitching. So then... Uh, who who? Uh, what's the old guy who hit the ball that that, that almost went out? Uh, Jay Bruce. So when Jay Bruce hit that ball, I was so angry because I knew I was going to have to deal with these guys behind us. <laughs> and then Joey Rickard caught it, and uh, that was the rest is history. That was out number two, <laughs> I think. And then out number three, I turned around. Those guys were out of the stadium. Way faster than smart, whatever. Smart. It's a veteran move. They were actually, smart. They were smart. Millennial move. After all, millennial after all, after all <laughs> it was definitely a millennial move to run. <laughs> when when you're about to be responded to, run. <laughs> Josh, sitting there for two and a half hours waiting for a response. I'm waiting. Finally, <laughs> yeah, and they're gone. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh man. So yeah, I don't like uh, Mets fans. I I got some feedback on Twitter with people trying to defend and say that Mets fans are nice. My experience is Mets fans are the worst that I've ever been with, and it may have been based on three guys, but hey, that's my only experience with Mets fans. Do you think, Josh, it's a little bit of your own fault to walk in there with the Manny Machado jersey? I see uh, Manny Machado Yankee jerseys come into Baltimore, and people don't get upset at that. Oh, they get upset. But yeah, but they treat the person ni- fine. They, they, the, yeah, maybe but that's a not New York. You're going to you know New what? York with that stuff. I've wore my Manny Machado jersey into Yankee Stadium a couple years ago, maybe last year. You could have just wore orange, and then you could have kind of gone both ways, depending on how the the yeah. the, the yeah, wind blew. That's your type yeah. of thing, to yeah. go both ways wherever the wind's blowing. Yeah, well, <laughs> got to hop onto the right train, you know what I'm saying? I get more upset with the Yankees fans and the Machado jerseys because, because I still don't understand the, the fan base. The back. Yes. They don't have their names on the backs of the jerseys. Yeah. So why do they sell them, and why do fans buy them? I don't understand that. Well, the well whole, they they sell them because fans buy them, and they're stupid. Like but, if you obviously if you if you're wearing a Yankees jersey with no name on the back, yeah. and it's a number three, I know it's Babe Ruth. Babe yeah. Ruth never wore a jersey with his name on the back. Yeah. Anyway, stupid. 
Yeah. And I'm not the first one to go off on that. I yeah, all the time. yeah. Ridiculous. I mean, the, the Manny Machado Yankee jersey is so dumb on so many levels. Like that, that's one of those moments where whoever's wearing the Manny Machado jersey, I you shouldn't judge a book by its cover. But I could tell whoever's wearing that jersey, I could never even be associates with you. Like just someone who would do that. Mm-hmm. We could not be friends. We could not be associates. Right. We probably couldn't be in a closed room together if you would do that. Because there's so many things on so many levels. That's wrong with it. The fact that he's not, um, he's not a Yankee. Actually, uh, this is breaking news. <laughs> and pro- good chance he won't be. And good thing. And good chance he won't be. Yeah, the arrogance of that. Now, what, what what do you think of this comparison though? Because I I had an experience like this many years ago. Um, Right the year Steve McNair signed with the Ravens, I bought a Ravens McNair jersey, and I went to Tennessee for the Ravens playing against the Titans. I was in the stadium for McNair's return to Nashville in a Ravens uniform, wearing my purple McNair jersey. Yeah, and they didn't like that down there, but but he was on the team. I didn't so like it was special order or anything. Right, right. Yeah, that's a little better. It's still kind of like rubbing it in. Yeah, because he's their guy. It's rubbing yeah. it in, but it's not like. Yeah, it's not making up a fantasy. Yeah, um, yeah. But, so, but you're doing just to stick it to him. Right? I, I did do that, right? Yeah. yeah. So absolutely. At, at almost every baseball game that I've gone to this year, I've seen Dylan Bundy pitch, but mm-hmm. I've also worn my Machado jersey uh-huh. because I know by the end of July it's use, it's pointless, okay. useless. Sure. What are we doing with our with our Machado stuff? Are we having a bonfire or something, or are we just putting it on a shelf? How, how do how are we handling this? No, I wouldn't bonfire. Bonfire? Josh's proposing that you have a bonfire and burn Manny Machado. It's not his fault. If if no, I'm if saying, you want to have a do? bonfire, let's just burn all of our Orioles gear because they're right. the one dropping I'm the ball s- here. I'm saying, what are we doing? What do we do? What do you do with your let's Machado? Let's burn down. Let's burn down your studio. Your ma- well, <laughs> <laughs> you might as well, right? At that point, <laughs> that's not a terrible idea. Um, well. Okay. Well, you know what do we what do we do yeah. with our Machado jerseys in uh, yeah. August? Well, here's the thing. I, I'm going to go the Twitter route. This is what everyone says on Twitter. You should have sold your Manny Machado jersey a year ago. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. I should have. <laughs> you should have sold it a year ago. You should have traded it away good, a year ago. Good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but now you're stuck with it, so you can't get much return on it. Um, have you tried to sell? I've tried to sell it on eBay now. Is there some sucker who will still buy a Manny Machado jersey now uh, before it loses all value? Yeah, probably not. No, what you're gonna do is is those jerseys are, are are expensive too. Uh, bobbleheads are a different case. You can keep the bobbleheads on the shelf. I got a Sammy Sosa on my bobblehead. Sure, yeah, on me my too. shelf. So bobbleheads are fine. Right. It's the jerseys the problem. Is yeah. the name stitched on the back? You yes. could uh, cut the name off and still have just a number thirteen. Oh, how much fun is it gonna be when we get a new number thirteen? Yeah. When some stupid guy like Steve Pierce is wearing thirteen. Yeah. Or maybe <laughs> the Orioles would be smart and get like Dixon Machado from the uh, from the Tigers and say, "We'll still have another Machado there." Well, and to take it oh, back like to my a, uh, a Machado for Machado trade. Yeah. Take like it that. back to my McNair jersey when. Uh, uh, when he left the Ravens, they're, they're, wait, hold on. Wait, did he, he did, did he, he die no, and he, leave the Ravens on the same day? I don't remember. <laughs> yes, yes. That, I he wasn't that. still a Raven when he died. No, he was retired. Sure? He was retired. He was retired by yeah. then and died within like six months. Right when, when he yes. left the Ravens and left the world. The world, right. exactly. I, it, was, it was it was the same off season. I can't remember exactly when I did this, but I cut the stitching and the, removed the McNair off of the number nine jersey. So now I just have a blank Justin Tucker jersey. Which I'll never wear because who wears a kicker's jersey? And who wears blank uh, Ravens jerseys? A lot of people. I know, and it's really a lot of people. It's the saddest thing about being a Ravens fan, right? Is the yeah. kicker's the best jersey you can get? Oh, but that does remind me, I got to get a uh, Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson jersey. Oh yeah, no, that, that's gonna that's well, gonna outsell Flacco and if you, this year. If you had a Kyle Bowler jersey, you just have to snip the name off. Now you got a Lamar Jackson oh, jersey. All right, I got a Kyle Bowler jersey. I think I still have that. 
Well, that I mean, you're still gonna put the other name on there. But yeah. I, but I but but I have old jerseys, and by jerseys, whenever I say jerseys, understand people. I, I mean jerseys. I have a couple old jerseys. Yeah, but you've got like Bergeson. I got Koji Uehara. So and I keep those, and I wear. I got JJ Hardy. He's not on the team anymore. I know. Jason I've Birkin. Got, I got a JJ. Uh, so 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 what's the problem with wearing those jerseys? Mm-hmm. But do you think uh, it depends because they're man, so insignificant? What if Manny Machado does end up in New York? Yeah, well, well, well. well then. I think those jerseys of guys you're mentioning, those guys are out of baseball. Yeah, except Koji. Koji continued to play well. He's after. 75 and still playing right. well. Yeah, I right. still I had a George Sherrill jersey that I hung yeah. on to for a long time. Yeah. Um, I guess the the question is because because if if Manny Machado was to play out, you know, you 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 don't know. It's still possible. Believe it or not, that Manny Machado could play out the season with the Orioles. Yeah, what an utter failure that would be! <laughs> right, if he, the Orioles can screw it up even more. <laughs> okay, guys, who who here would be shocked though? I wouldn't no be shocked. One, no, no way! One, I no predicted one, no that one. when you wanted bold predictions yeah. at the beginning of the year. Right. That is what's going to happen. Right. So, so let's say some stupid nonsense. I'm, I'm sure that's what you had in mind when you made that bold prediction. <laughs> let, let's, I was very negative. That if the Orioles, right, that the Orioles would be the worst team and hold on to them. Let, let's let, well, let's say like he does that, and then he goes and signs with the Yankees. Then, like Josh and I could engage. In a bonfire type discussion, if he leaves and signs the Yankees on his mm-hmm. own, if, I think if he's traded there, you can't. Right, but don't expect me because I th- fans have gotten so nice nowadays. Don't expect me because next season I'm like, not going to clap for him if he's traded. Whatever he's traded, and, I, and I'll still clap for him if he's traded because he had nothing to do with it. Sure, but next off season he's going to sign somewhere, and it's not going to be with the Orioles. And don't expect me to every time it comes up to give him a stand ovation when he's playing for the for the Red Sox or something. I, and that's not going to happen. All right. And so we got to hope he signs with the Phillies or better yet with the Dodgers. Some no. How about the Arizona Diamondbacks? Right. The Diamondbacks, perfect. All right, perfect I like this. Baseball offseason, it's it's cold during the offseason. Yes. If Manny signs to uh, with New York or Boston, yeah, I think we should hold a Section three thirty six bonfire. Where you can bring your Machado jerseys, okay, and we can set them on okay. fire. Josh, I would, I I can't believe you even said on the air because I'm people react so strongly to the idea of burning jerseys. Uh-huh. It's not like I'm saying burn books. I, you might as well say that, Josh. No, I'm saying if Manny Machado signs with the Yankees, very very small. If he goes, if he goes to the Yankees. We we have a a jersey burning. Okay, party. fine, fine. The, but if but if ahead. the Orioles don't go trade ahead. him and just let him go out through the end of the season in October November, no, that's then, what I'm saying. Then we just burn down Camden Yards, <laughs> right? Because we're fans of a completely helpless <laughs> yeah, organization. Because I mean the, the the comeback to that is Josh, and I'm with you. But the comeback to that is well, all of this is kind of the Orioles' fault. Well, yeah, yes. right. We're unwilling to pay Manny Machado because so he's going somewhere where he's going to get paid. Right. Well, that's the whole thing we were talking earlier about being old men. Imagine being old men to yell, yelling at the kids. Well, we couldn't afford Manny Machado because we signed Chris Davis. Yeah. yeah. The greatest superstar to come through uh, this organization right. in 25 years. But we're going to pay Chris Davis until you and I are on and our And that's why pants. baseball has to figure out a way to get out of these contracts. Which is hopefully sooner than later. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! Uh, all right, a couple other things I want to get to. A couple of breaking news. Oh, we got couple. some breaking news. Well, not breaking news. Did Chris well, Davis strike out again? News stories. No, but the Chris Davis watches on. Uh, every time he comes up, we'll give you an update. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but here's an update: the Orioles have scored zero runs so far in the game. 
Not a shock. No. Uh, but Bud Norris is pitching well again. Yeah, big bad Bud. Because no. the Orioles continue as the fourth most quality starts in the American League. All right, breaking news. This is what I want to hear about. Well, I, I just want to mention that Zach Britton's back. I did say they were showing him on Masson tonight. Yeah, uh, t- t- today is his first game back. Now we have Darren. Darren and I came back the other day. Zach Britton's back. Two Oriole birds go around the outside. <laughs> <laughs> you you got to have Guess a, who's back. You have to have to, uh, you need a couple more flying dogs right. before we can get the right. whole. I was, like, I would, the I was whole, trying to think of trailer park dog. girls real quick, but uh, right. didn't want to offend anybody on Twitter. And they just played a little bit and Pearl per- <laughs> come up with something. Wait for it. No, but 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 Zach Britton's back in, in some ways. Like, I know the baseball is meaningless on one level. On a whole different level, though, the next month and a half is a crucial month and a half for the Orioles, right? Because this is, we got to see Zach Britton, are you healthy? And if he can perform, Zach Britton's stock price is going to go up, 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 up very quickly if he can perform. Sure. If he struggles, though, his price will drop faster than, I don't know. How many opportunities do you think he's going to have to perform, though? I mean, they're going to use him in a closer not, position. No, they're not going to use. They're going to have. The Orioles get to close a game once a every two weeks. They're going to have to bring him in just in regular games. Yeah, I, I think he'll have. I don't know, twelve appearances in the next month or whatever. M- maybe he'll have like I don't know, up to fifteen to sixteen, seventeen before the trade deadline. And so I think that's enough for another team to see what they're working with in in, in Zach Britton. Um, and Zach Britton looked really good in the rehab starts. He, I heard him talking. He gave up one hard hit ball. In all the rehab starts, one live drives, one line drive. The rest were ground balls or strikeouts, and so his stuff. He said feels he feels good. His stuff looks good. So that's good news for the Orioles because it's another <laughs> trade chip <laughs> for a team that has very few trade chips. Right. Right. Yeah. We got Machado and Britton, and, and Jones, actually, maybe and anyone's available. So yeah. anyone that you call, we'll talk. Do you? By the fact of Duquette this week saying there's more people interested in Machado now than in the offseason. Yeah, I, I saw – it was interesting. Within the same week, I saw two articles. One article said um, uh, it was about Manny Machado. Not, not being aren't able to get what get they want. Yeah. What they could have gotten in the winter meetings. And and the, the other article I read right after, I think it was by John Hammond, saying I, actually the Orioles will get more. Right, because more people are interested. Yeah, because the Phillies, for example – were not interested in the offseason because he didn't think they were going to be good. All of a sudden, they're a lot better than they thought they would be. Same with the Braves. And so, yeah, and so now they're, uh, they're... Yeah, but couldn't you say the same about teams that would have been interested because they thought they were going to be good and oh. then they're not good? I don't think there's very many teams like that. Like Besides the Orioles. Like, maybe the, the Dodgers, but the Dodgers are still in it in their right. division. The Orioles are the only team that was supposed to be good yeah. and are out of it. The MLB is, is, is so predictable now. Well, you already know, I feel like, who's going to be good and bad. And the Orioles were supposed to be good if you ask people like us. Everyone else said they were going to be last place. Uh, everyone outside of Baltimore. Right. All of Baltimore, whether you're a, a fan or in the media, you bought into them. A lot of people are angry, guys, that no one's been fired yet. Yeah. Yeah. It, it mean, just shows, like, if – I don't know. It, it, the thought is if somebody even, does get fired, at least they're they're showing that they care or they're trying or something is happening, yeah. not just loss after loss after loss after loss, then a win, loss after loss after loss, then a win. Right, and it's it's weird because I don't want them to fire Buck and Dan. I kind of want to see Buck and Dan continue. Do you think they're just waiting for the Bo, Bo, Buck uh, Snowwater, Snow Globe 
give away and then they can fire them. <laughs> That's so they don't have that awkward yeah. well, giveaway night. Well, but like I don't want those guys to be fired. I'd like to see them continue. I I think they do well with the team. So you think this, this could be the worst team in the history of baseball? Yeah. Certainly the worst team. And in I still history want them to continue. And and you don't want anyone to be fired? I think I think bench coaches. But here's my thing. I don't Fire the see, bench coach. Well, I don't see what firing Buck and firing Duquette does for you for next year. I don't it gives you it a helps. pass for next year. But it, if you do it, if you do it now, maybe if you let them play out the season, then your whole off season you're spending searching for your next manager and your next GM instead of focusing on next year. Yeah, but look at what GM and I mean, look at what Dan Duquette and Buck got us. They got us. The at this point, there's the no there's no reason not yeah, to but, just move on to next year. But at that point, right. And if Buck I and agree. Dan are not going to be a part of it, then get them out of here. Oh, I agree. I've been saying that since April. Then why do you they, – they don't need to play it out. They're going to lose 100 more games. Because I want a decision for next year. Whether you – I want I, – what I really want is an extension is what I'd prefer. But I think that the PR would be so bad right now to do an extension that you have to let it play out. I think the longer it plays out this year – of them them not being fired, the better chance it is for them coming back next year, which okay. I guess is is obvious because yeah, if you get fired, your chances are really low to be not returning. Yeah, I think Dan Duquette's. If I if I had to put a number on it, I put his number the percentage chance of Dan Duquette coming back at we can round it down to zero for Dan Duquette to come back. Then why is he still there? Well, I think to make the Manny Matado trade. Well, and who pulls the trigger on that firing? Peter Angelos, right? He doesn't know anything that's going on either. Yeah. Yeah. Then that, it's a completely lost situation right now, and that's what's gonna like. If who's gonna if somebody decides to fire Buck, who's it gonna be? Dan Duquette. But we had fourteen yeah. years of losing yeah. season before Buck and Dan. So to have one horrible season, and last year was bad too. Yeah, last year was bad too. And the future does not look bright. Fangraphs just published yeah. an updated one hundred thirteen top prospects in baseball. The Orioles, thank you very much. Dan Duquette talks about this, this, this uh, our farm system getting better. The Orioles had zero people, mm-hmm. zero players on their updated 113 top prospects list. In the previous rendition, at the beginning of the season, we had, we had I think, three. Hunter Harvey. Who's uh, now injured. Ch- Chancisco, uh, who graduated off the prospect right, list. off the prospect. And Austin Hayes, who's had an atrocious year yep. and then recently got, got hurt. So now we have no one in the top 113 prospects in baseball. That's got, enough for so each team to have at right. least four representatives. And we have none. Right. More or less. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, so the future does, uh, does not look bright either. This I episode mean, is taking a dark turn. I mean, I was saying from after I heard the Chris Davis comments, you can't fire Chris Davis because he's making uh, money till 2037. But you can fire Scott Kubal, and who that's, has, that's, has not done anything to improve him. The only, that's the guy that's always surprised me is why Scott Kubal is still on this team. The offense is historically bad. Right. And, Every and category, the Orioles are either last or second to last. Right. And and if you're the baseball. hitting coach, that means you're the coach of the offense. The only logic I, I can see for not firing people yet, whether it's Buck or Scott Kubal or other people, is because right now you don't want to upset. I know it's already been incredibly upset, but you don't want to upset the apple cart, as it were, because you don't want to – and by apple cart, I mean Manny Machado. Like everything's about Manny Machado, and if a new bringing a new head coach or but, new manager, I mean, or bringing a new hitting coach would somehow negatively impact the state of mind of Manny Machado, you've got to be aware of that because the whole thing is just to get to July and get the best po- possible package for Manny Machado. That's what life's about right now. You think there, today, of course, Machado was sick, so everyone started wondering what's going on because uh, 
yeah. he wasn't in the lineup. Yeah. Do you think he doesn't get traded until the last day of the trade deadline? Do you think the Orioles sit out and wait to see every offer come in? Or do you think someone offers them what they want and they and they give up? How do you think they're playing this? It'd be interesting if you could think of it as the the competition at the trade de- deadline is liable to get better. You know, the yeah. offers might get better and, as you get closer and closer to sure, the deadline. You don't right. want to jump on the first offer sure. you get. But that's that's also that's also a gamble. It's sure. like if you're selling your house, you don't want to take the right offer, but you also don't want to be stuck with your house in three months. Right. Yeah, he could get hurt. He could yeah. get hurt. The or, house could right. burn down. The but the, the the thing that's interesting is we know from Dan Duquette, he is a very patient dude mm-hmm. when right. it comes to negotiations. He's not gonna he's not gonna jump at the first offer, the first nibble. He's a very patient dude. And there, you would have to imagine there's going to be several teams interested. So I would imagine I don't. I, I hope it doesn't go down to to the last day because if you go down the last day, what's going to happen? Can I make an early early prediction? Mm. If it goes to the last day, they're going to make the deal and they're not going to be able to get through all the paperwork in time. Yeah. Someone's not right. going to sign a piece of paper that, or something. They're not going to be able to find John Angelos or Brady Anderson to also sign off on it. Peter's going to be in the hospital. Yeah, and so they won't be able to to, to sign off on it, and so. I don't think it's going to wait to, to, to the very last minute. But. Do you have any concern that uh, even if they do trade for him, it's Dan Duquette is not going to be able to pull off anything spectacular? No, I, I think he has a history of making decent trades. Who would you rather have negotiating a trade for Manny Machado, Dan Duquette or Andy McPhail? Oh, Andy McPhail. Yeah, that's not fair because Andy McPhail he swindled he, a bunch of other teams, teams, right? Yeah. I mean, he did the whole Eric Bedard trade, yeah. But I mean, you know who I, mean, I he, but, he traded for JJ Hardy, yeah. I mean, he, he got Adam Jones here. Yeah. But I'd rather have Dan Duquette than Brady Anderson. Yeah, that's I thought you were going to go with Brady Anderson, and, mm-hmm. and right. I, I don't know if Brady Anderson's ever p- pulled a deal like this. Um, so. I'm not. I don't have any conf- What trades? I'd like like Dan's biggest plus has been you know what finding think? guys off the scrap heap or being patient to sign a free agent. What trades? Has he done that have been spectacular? I don't know. I mean, What's the best one? But, I, you know what I think was really good trade if you, if you look back at it? Uh, Andrew Miller? I do. I think the Andrew Miller trade. Yeah, sure. That if was you a great look trade. At, at like what the uh, re, the um, uh, Cubs gave up for Aradis Chapman. They gave up a ton for Aradis Chapman. Mm-hmm. Andrew Miller is close to a dominant reliever as Aradis Chapman. Right. And we gave up one slightly above average uh, p- p- pitcher, so I, I I think he did well on that. I think if you look back at his time, even go all the way back to to the ex- Expos and the Red Sox, I think making trades was, was was something he did well. But you're right with the Orioles; it's always been the trades have been to add kind of minor pieces, rentals. Yeah, rentals. He hasn't this with Manny, the Orioles. He hasn't done this type of trade. A before. Manny trade is going to have to be for the future. And it's going to have to be prospects. And, right. and we're not getting guys to just fill the roster for the last two months of the season. Uh, it's sure. A, this is a different trade that Dan Duquette has not done with the Orioles. Yes. Right. Well, and this is the and type of trade. And few teams have the opportunity to do it. I was going to say, this it. is the team that as the GM, you never want to make this trade. You don't want to be the guy who has to deal with the best player in baseball. Um, I was thinking while we were going with that and talking about uh, Brady Anderson versus Duquette. I can't picture Brady in this position. But I can picture, I could picture the Orioles, and I wouldn't mind if they fired Scott Kubal and put Brady into that position. <laughs> Making the hitting coach? Yeah, you're the hitting coach for the rest of the year. 
yeah. play with this team. Doesn't sound like that's something he wants to do, though. No, he likes the freedom of being being able to go rat people out to Peter. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, something else that's been, been coming up lately is people are wondering why, along with no one getting fired, why are we not seeing any of these young prospects? Why are we not seeing Cedric Mullins? Why are we not seeing... Well, we did just bring up the catcher. Right, the 27-year-old catcher. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, we brought <laughs> him up. Right. Caleb Joseph, like Caleb Joseph 2.0, yeah. Yeah. I think one one of the points here, though, I think that's important to remember, is a you don't have. I mean, Austin Hayes is has been hurt, and when he wasn't hurt, was bad. Yeah. DJ Stewart right now is just getting off the DL. Um, Cedric Mullins is the one guy you can point to say, oh, well, maybe he should be up here, and he recently got promoted to to AAA. Right. But I think he will get up here. The the problem is we saw today when you brought up Zach Britton, you had to find because our forty man's full. Like, we have, you can't bring anyone else in the 40 Right, you had to find a way to make room. Yeah, and so the Orioles put Pedro Arujo and put him on the 10 ADL. And then that's, he's still on the, the 40 man, but that gets him off the 25 man. Right. And then to make room in the 40 man, they put Colby Rasmus, who was on the 10 ADL, to the 60. They put him to the 60, which and opens I'm, up and a, I'm sure, a spot in the 40 I'm sure man. in 10 days, Pedro will go to the 60 yeah. day as well. What a joke this is about the, about the DL. Is someone is Major League Baseball? Shouldn't you investigate this? There should How be an audit. All our bad players end up on the DL. Yeah, this is ridiculous. Hey, if you play for the Orioles, the only way you get hurt is if you suck. Yeah, or like the, shouldn't like this is not legal to do. And how come Chris uh, Davis you know isn't hurt? But that's the, and that's <laughs> and that's the answer is if the Orioles were making this up, Chris Davis would be on the DL. Yeah, I suppose, but it's just what what other kind of job do you suck at your job? And so you get to go uh, uh, to to Sarasota and hang out for a while. Right. It's though, always uh though there's actually similar stuff that happens with uh, with teachers in the teachers unit. But I don't want to get into that. <laughs> that but uh, that that was one of the points in the Desbin article was uh, they still keep putting Chris Davis out there every night and they almost keep every night like fifth or sixth because it it doesn't matter. Like they them doing that is yeah. showing that they're not trying to win. And at this point with the record, we don't even have 20 wins yet. What's the point in even trying to win? Right. But the point I want to make with the 40-man and, and Cedric Mullins, presumably, like, if you brought him up now, you would have to make room in the 40-man. Like, let's say you, I don't know, you cut Gentry or whatever, mm-hmm. which I would not be, you know, strongly opposed to. Um, but let's say you cut Gentry to, 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 to make a spot. Or or, or Joey Rickard. You DFA Joey, Joey Rickard. I don't uh-huh. know. Um. If you just wait, though, just wait, I don't know, another month, then Adam Jones gets traded, then Cedric Mullins can fill in that spot that Adam Jones left. Where if you did it now, then all of a sudden, when Adam Jones was traded, Cedric Mullins call, calls up, not, not, now you need to fill what was Gentry's spot or what was Rickard's right. spot. And so that gets a little more complicated to fill that spot. And so I think right now is they're, they're kind of, they don't want to remove anyone from the 40-man. Um, and so now they're in a position where they're they're not trying to p- let anyone go past through the waivers because they like the forty men that are on their team right now. Um, by the way, I went and looked at the forty man, and I bet there's a name on here you guys would have never heard of. Um, yep, probably. <laughs> well, I bet I bet you you know all of them except for one. Okay. Um, DJ Snelton. Snelton. Are they trying to they trying to sneak Stewart? Is that on, like Young Snelton? The, uh, Onto the lineup. Who's DJ Snelton? He, and what's he do? How are they protecting him on the forty man? Well, he was just recently acquired from the Padres on waivers, and so I guess you had to keep him the forty man. But he's pitching at Norfolk. He just started there, um, but he's the only guy on the forty man who doesn't even have a jersey number. 
So like, that's, that's something. Right. Uh, two things. Adam Jones is up right now on uh, breaking news. He just walked. Uh, oh, he got, you noticing he got his hit. facial hair? He's got a little Eddie Murray uh, mutton chop thing going on. Oh, really? I mean, it's still the early stages. Well, right. The Orioles have <laughs> definitely loosened on the facial hair this year. Maybe and that's also, why they suck. There's nobody. Nobody's trading for Adam Jones. No, I don't think so. No, no, he is a below average center fielder. Oh, but I think someone can plug him in as a left fielder, or right fielder, and I think he can be a. If, for a playoff contending team, yeah, oh, but I think are you going to give left up, or right. What are you going to give up for him? Oh, I, I don't know. Uh, something. Uh, a I don't know. borderline number five starter. Uh, a Scott Feldman, possibly. No, no, <laughs> no. You can't get something that good. You're going to get someone. You're going to get a guy from single A. You yeah, never heard of. Yeah, yeah it's going to be a guy with a, just like who? Who did we a trade? Upside, aside. What Toby Myers or whoever we we traded for Tim Beckham? Right. Uh, a guy like that, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. I, I but the the question is, because I think he can trade Britton Jones, uh, Machado. But the question is, Scope. Dan Duquette will be a genius if he can trade a Valencia, who's offensively having a pretty decent year. Yeah. He, he's our next offensive uh, outside of Machado. He's our best offensive player right now. People are buying Valencia jerseys if, everywhere. If I look. he can trade <laughs> no, Valencia, then Dan Duquette will be a genius. Or if you can trade Gentry. Gentry, he'll, he'll go down as the best GM of all time if he can trade those guys. That now that's the question. Oh, his scope is an interesting point too, though. You brought up a scope, right? You, you I, either invest or you trade. Right? Well, I, but I, he's kind of it's kind of a down year for him to trade. I don't, I don't think you can trade him now. I, I thought I thought at the beginning of the season, and I from everything I was hearing from the Orioles that they were going to try to pursue an extension with right. him. But after this year, everything's complicated because, because Jonathan Scope's going to say. Oh well, this is just an aberration. This isn't really how bad right. I am. Like, just look at last year's numbers. Like, that's the number I should get paid at. Chris Davis has been saying that since 2014. Yeah, yeah. But after <laughs> well, that, the Chris <laughs> Davis experience, the Royals, I think, are gonna be hesitant to give a ton of money to this guy. Yep. And and so this puts them in a tough position. So where maybe this offseason they they were gonna try to re-sign Jonathan Scope for a long-term deal. Now. They, no. They'll probably be like, well, let's wait another year to see how this and, plays out. And everyone's going to say, oh, you made the same mistake you made with Manny Machado if he's good next year. Yeah, but, but you're right. It's I wouldn't. I like Jonathan Scope, but you're right. He's de- with a down year like this. And his career, he hasn't been around enough to put up good career numbers. Right. So you he, he had a great year last year. He was okay the year before, and he's bad this year. So what does that give you? I, right. I mean, you does, don't know what kind of player he is. It's not a yet. huge contract, and I don't know if. if Jonathan would settle for a contract that he's actually worth right now. Yeah, so it's just as, and I don't think you can trade him when he's this bad either. So it's just, it's just awkward. It's and a, it's a next year scope. conversation. Yeah, it, it, and it, he kind of ruined our plans a little bit here. Let the next GM deal with what him. What a jerk! Yeah. Uh, well, there's there's forty guys who ruined our plans this year. Well, maybe thirty nine if if you don't want to count Manny. No, I'll just I I'll leave off all the pitchers. I'll include every offensive player. Though, That's in true. That. That's true. I, I, Mark Trumbo, Tim Beckham, yep. Chris Not, Davis. Eight people every eight people every night blowing it. Alex Cobb. Hey, are we still continuing? Bad, yeah. We still continuing our streak of uh, solo home runs. Yeah, I think that's still alive and well. It's up to like 16 now, I think. All of our last 16 home runs have been solo. Six, shots, solo straight. Home runs. The record the record is 17 straight. Wow. I would love to see that broken. There's a good chance that gets broken. That, that would be right up there with the uh, season highlight so far with uh, Kevin Gosman's immaculate inning. Could you? Right. That's been the highlight of the season so far, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nine pitches. Immaculate. <laughs> immaculate. Such a uh, baseball word. Uh, 
we uh we're all going to Camden Yards tomorrow, right, Matt? You yeah, going? I saw. It's, oh yeah, here's the big question about tomorrow though. It's is fi- your dad going? It's yeah, it's fifteen thousand people getting bobbleheads. Twenty five thousand. Twenty five thousand. Will there be twenty five thousand people there, that, or that's can the I question. show up at seven fifteen? What what time do I need to show up to guarantee I get a bobblehead tomorrow? Because uh, I'm right. getting there early. Yeah. because well, if I get there and they're gone. I'll be like, I totally wasted this trip down here. Right, there's not, <laughs> and that's the problem. There's not going to be twenty five thousand people there, but there's going to be. You got to deal with the eBay crowd. Oh yeah, there'll be people as you're walking up to the stadium. You'll see more people walking away with their bobbleheads than there are people walking right. into the stadium. Exactly. They, so that's uh, that's. They should wait to the third inning to hand those bobbleheads out. <laughs> Can they wait to the third <laughs> inning and then pass them out? No. Uh, so the Orioles. Uh, let me. Let me put this by you. you guys. When we signed up for our 29 game plan, this is some new news I haven't shared with you guys yet. Oh boy, um, they made a big thing with well, <laughs> we're redoing our orange carpet benefits, and we're giving you reasons to sign up for season tickets. Mm-hmm. So one of the perks of the 29 game plan was a special on the field ex- pregame experience. Experience. So I asked. Our sales rep, Carlos. Hey, what's this about? My last on-field experience cost me a wedding ring, so I would rather stay away <laughs> from it. But oh, whatever. So, so I asked Carlos, uh, "What's what's this about?" And uh, he said, uh, "They don't know. They're still working out the details." So he got back to me this past week, oh, okay, with the official letter, oh. and here's the details. Nice. So here is what the details are. On-field experience. Yes, now, on-field experience. Sunday. I'm sure it involves staying off the grass. This That's Sunday? Fine. Sunday, July 15th. Okay. Mark my calendar right now. I'll be around. All right. Remember, we have four season tickets. Yes. Sunday, July 15th, you get two tickets to an upper to an upper reserve game, game to the upper reserve game. So two tickets up per, to per season ticket holder. Per account, so See, though we have four, yeah, for this special event, so we get, we get two in the cheap for seats. free bo- bo- bonus seats bonus that we seats. did not have before. Two free in the cheap seat, nice. Then those two people, yes, also get to before the game, yes, come down to the field and, and sing s- the national anthem and stand on the warning track in the outfield for batting practice it's just to shag some fly balls pregame for, for the game. Pre-game. After bat and practice. While they sing the national anthem? Before the national anthem. Okay. In the outfield. In the outfield. What is... Can someone explain to me that... It's the lamest thing am, I've ever heard. Am I... Am I... Are my jaded oh, because you we got spoiled, to play on the baseball field? Brat. You get no, to walk down to the but field. But that's my question. Like... No. It's, like, it's lame even is, if we didn't do that. This is as lame as it gets, right? This is as lame as an on-the-field experience gets. Even, I know, the, even the kids get to run the bases. Yeah. Right, right. Exactly. I mean, I know I got that we got to play on the field, and I was hoping the chat room could help me out with this, but when I read this, this seemed like the lamest thing for one... They cut it in half so we could only get two per account, even though we have four tickets, which never makes any sense to me. They do that everywhere. It's ridiculous it's because unheard of. We could. I, I've even told our rep, "Well, can I sign up for four separate accounts with four seats next to each sure, other?" Sure, yeah, yeah. And they're like, "Oh, well, no, we can't give you seats next to each other if you do that." I'm like, well, "Why not? It doesn't make any sense. Why would you not encourage people to buy more tickets?" They used to do that with. Uh, I mean. It, it's it's cheap across the board. It's got to be because of scalpers, I would imagine, so that you don't like StubHub then doesn't get fifty passes to this or something. Well, like when we were Ravens season ticket holders, my dad had four seats, and every year they'd send you like a packet with a, a season yearbook and a magnet and all kinds of stuff, and he got one packet, 
And he would get so upset because he buys four tickets. There should be four packets there. Right. Yeah. Otherwise, then you just buy one season ticket plan exactly. per seat yeah. to get all the incentives. I think it's unbelievable that, and it's not just the Orioles, it's not just the Rays. Because I'm they, sure it's everywhere. They're cheap. Everybody has all the money in the world, but they're cheap. They're little penny pinchers. Well, because yeah. it's not like. It's not like they don't charge me full price for seat number two, three, and four. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's crap. And and the person that has one ticket to one seat gets the same. Gets the exact same thing as the four of us. Get. Right, exactly. And whether it's the Ravens or the Orioles, it's everybody. It's so lame. Yep. So but, lame. But Josh, you get two free tickets. Yeah, and the, and the cheap seats. <laughs> they don't even give you in your section. It'd be nice if they, you're not expecting that. And they're like, uh, here's two free tickets to a game. Yes. Sorry we can't give you four, but here's two free tickets. Don't mark it as, here's more brand new orange carpet benefits. So On-field experience but, but for I, just two out of your four-season right, ticket that's, holders. That's the problem. The problem isn't it, that, they just, that they surprised you with this. The problem is it says on the stupid paper, sign <laughs> up for your tickets, and you get this on-field experience. But yeah, but but Josh, uh, I mean the Orioles are in a position of power here. They they have no problem selling their season tickets. Exactly, they have no problem. <laughs> the way the Orioles are playing, they have no problem selling all these tickets. So, so the Orioles do have guy. a surprise in store. Yeah, and I and I will let well, you know I, what the surprise. I, is. I got a surprise for them right too. now. No, so I did get an email, an unexpected email this week. Oh boy, saying when you come to the game on Tuesday, from our ticket rep, come see me at at this location where I'll be working the ticket booth. To uh, so I can come say hi, and I've got a special present for who, anyone who stops by. This is like who, when like they stop reps. by us in the stadium, we so, give them a magnet. Right, exactly. So it's like when we get a magnet if you come visit us in section three thirty four. Oh yeah, yeah. So I'm hoping for that uh, Carlos to give me a magnet. So I'll be stopping by on tomorrow night, and I will let you guys know what the Orioles have given us as a special treat for being fa- for being season ticket holders for what year is it? 1890, I think we, what did we figure out? 95, I think is when we, no. No, I think it was 97. 97. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, what's that? 21 years season ticket holders, if I'm doing the math right. Which is about the same length of Chris Davis's contract. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Now, but here's the potential, though, because we just spent the last 15 minutes screaming about how awful the, uh, oh, and benefits next, are. Yeah, next year we're backing up. And, uh, so he has the potential to maybe make it right or just be like, thanks. Thanks, I guess. <laughs> Car- Carlos, I'll see you tomorrow night. He, uh, you know my feelings. He hooked you up with a, a signed Adam Jones ball one time, right? Yes. Wasn't that, that just out of nowhere? Well, no, that was a that was a gift for selling so many night at the yard tickets. Oh, that ain't happening again. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Oh man. So that was the uh the prize they give like to people who start, you, sell you, a bunch of seasons. You know what? Me and my wife are uh, Hippodrome season subscribers, the Broadway series. It's fantastic. I uh, recommend it to everyone. And on the last night of the last show of this season, which we went to Thursday night, On Your Feet, the Gloria Stefan musical was fabulous. They let you walk up onto the edge they of the gave stage. Out, they gave out cups, and because we were two season ticket holders, we each got a cup. If that was the Orioles, they'd have given us one cup. I know. It's like... <laughs> It's like when two I fly- ticket holders, one. You cup. know what? Every time I fly on Southwest, they give me two seats, one for me and one for Mandy. <laughs> for some reason, they think that because I'm paying for two, there must be two of us. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right, except uh, still believable. As you wrap up, I got a couple comments from the chat room here. Yeah, man. Uh, Jacob says, uh, if Mandy somehow goes to the Yankees, I'll join in on the jersey burning. Other than that, I'm totally against burning jerseys. Uh, what about jerseys? Jonathan says, that's all I got is jerseys. I'm a jersey guy. I can't afford jerseys. I have a Manny jersey. Yeah, that's it. 
Uh, oh, but, but July 15th, I'll be at the outfield on the warning track or whatever crap that is. <laughs> John says, uh, get creative, fire the bird. I, I guess that's the Oral bird. If you're gonna I fire don't know. Someone. He seems like the only guy that's working on it. He's the only one it. I like. No, at this point, though, I think Oral fans would be happy they fired somebody, right? <laughs> yeah. Fire the bird. But if they fire the bird, they got to bring He's replaceable. Out, He's replaceable. But then they got to bring out a big guy with, like, a cartoon shotgun and go chase him around. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm going to watch the bird closely tomorrow to see if he's really doing well. <laughs> I'm going to get his ward. What's his war? What's the bird's war? Uh, Carol says they should cut their losses and let Chris Davis go. He's not concentrating. Adam Jones is probably gone if we don't win this year. At what point uh, does Chris Davis hurt so bad that it's his 40-man spot that's costing you more than the money? Oh, I, I think he's, he's he's been at that point, right? Like yeah. he's just holding – I mean, I guess we don't have anyone there to replace him. Right. But I think Trey Mancini's the guy that should replace him. Right? I think it's unbelievable that he hasn't given in to going down to the minors or something. Yeah. And Jacob asked, and this is a good question: Are we still on for wearing paper bags at night the yard? Oh yeah. I, I think if if like we if the things go down south quickly, I would like to have a bag to pull over my head out of shame and embarrassment. So or yeah. Maybe they turn it around between now and then. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> Right, if they win every game between night and now and night at the yard, we can be excited. My dad was on here. He had a comment that uh, they actually went to the Minnesota Twins game in Minnesota yesterday. They were playing the Angels. It has no relation to the Orioles whatsoever. How's Kirby Puckett do? Uh, he died. He's dead. No, he's not. Is yes, he? he is. Kirby Josh, Puckett's yes, dead. Sorry. Sorry. At the Twins game the other night, they had a large group of fans walk the full circle of the warning track after batting practice before the game. That's probably what... Uh, Two of us will get to do. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll, I'll pull off the email. It I'll pass. Like you, you guys can go. I'll pass. <laughs> I kind of want to pass out of uh, uh, just uh, spite. Yeah. So yeah, and maybe for next week, we can read our text messages about yeah. us debating who gets the two tickets. Who, who gets the two <laughs> tickets? <laughs> who who's forced to use the two tickets? Yeah. All right, boys and girls. Thanks for listening. Go ahead and, uh, hey, if you're listening to the show, you're a diehard or- Orioles fan. Seriously. Or you're just mentally ill. So or a coconut. Or, right. or, or just a rock hard coconut. Go, go, rock hard. Go, 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 a rock a hard coconut. Yeah. It's been a while since the review. They, these are, they don't these make are dark coconuts. times in Baltimore. Uh, the Baltimore Magazine gave us some joy. Now it's your chance to give us some joy with a nice joy, little review joy. up on iTunes. Yeah. You can't cheer for the Orioles. You can cheer for our podcast on iTunes. <laughs> I, I like just the, ending it with that. Well, you like, like the, the silence? I like the idea of someone like in their house, like section three six. Let's go! <laughs> just cheering. Let's have a great show. Don't boys. you guys? But isn't that? That's a stupid point though. And I know we're wrapping up the show, but don't you guys miss cheering? Like I legitimately miss cheering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like have nothing to cheer about anymore in my life. Yeah. What a sad life! You should have jumped on the Caps bandwagon. I should have. Now yeah. I'm pissed. I missed it. <laughs> I'm gonna start. I, I'm starting to cheer stupid stuff now, like the, the crosswalk guy at school lets people over. Yeah, crosswalk guy. <laughs> Get it? Because I need something to cheer for. I'm desperate. Toot that whistle, boy. Yeah. Kid completes his homework. All right, let's go. I'll always applaud that. Yeah, that's true. So rare. All right, you can follow us on Twitter at section three at section three three six show is our Twitter handle for all the updates on the show. You can follow me on Twitter at Section336. Follow Bert on Twitter. Uh, at Bert Rohde, and I'll see you all at night at the yards. I'm going to be in Europe for the next two weeks, so uh, peace out. How many Oriole games you watch them all over there? Zippy. <laughs> you should try to at least watch one. So come say Just go- to see if right. I can. All right. <laughs> so come say goodbye to Bert tomorrow. Yeah, I'll be at the yard tomorrow night with my boys, and then I'll see you at night at the yard. And Josh, what's your Twitter? 
Uh, it, it's, it's still. <laughs> uh, Sorry, I kind of took over there for a minute. It's still at Josh Soroka. There it is. All right, boys and girls, thanks for listening. And as always, I guess, go O's. Thank you for listening to the Section 336 podcast. Please go to iTunes and Facebook for all complaints or the occasional compliment. If I were you, I would not take any baseball advice from these guys. Josh and Matt were raised by an Orioles-obsessed father, and Bert, uh, well, Bert fell in love with Don Mattingly. He has a thing for mustaches. (laughs) 